Welcome to Season 2, Episode Number 27 of the Off The Lead Solo Podcast. I'm your host, Fran Kion. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more chilled than usual. It's not going to be that chilled, lads, come on now. But it is going to be a little bit more chilled. It's gas, I would imagine pretty much everybody is the same. In the evening time, you're, you're, you're somewhat drained, kind of obviously, from the whole day. Generally speaking, I'm talking about a weekday, I'm not talking about the fucking best or worst day of your life, but just kind of generally speaking, in the evening time, it's kind of wind-down time, especially if you've got young kids. Evening time is, well, you attempt it to be wind-down time. And I've known that about myself, and I've known that about people generally forever. But this evening's podcast, when I went to record it, I hit record just two minutes before I, I actually started making this particular recording. I hit record, and when I spoke, I was like, oh, but there was something off, because... I was missing the oh you'll never guess what happened lads you know that kind of that kind of energy just wasn't there and it was weird and I I started I made a couple of recordings just five or ten second kind of intro pieces like just you know fucking whatever way I do start the podcast okay so someone was telling me I keep saying at the start of them okay so but even that like you know okay so you're ramped up you're kind of you know you're that okay so is a it's like you're drawing it back ready to fucking unleash it like and you just generally don't have that energy in the evening but it was weird to have it explicitly shown to me by playing back my own voice in kind of real time Um, and I've made a recording every day for what was it 27 days and this is the first time that I've sat down to do one in the evening aside from last night but last night was just I picked up the phone before my battery died and I was just getting into bed and I just fucking made the recording how it sounded or how it what way it came across I didn't really care in that moment because I didn't have the time to I didn't have the time to care I just I had to get it done and get to bed uh, literally and figuratively and I'm glad I did but this time it's you know like last night that was at 10 o'clock at night or something now it's 10 to 6 I said it to herself look I'm going out to the shed for I'm going to disappear to the shed for half an hour or something and try and get this podcast up and she's yeah yeah no bother so I'm actually sitting there here with no kids pulling and dragging out of me talking to you cons and I want to talk a little bit about um, a clash of a clash with yourself. This idea of having, of the ego and the unconscious. Um, just to breeze over it, really. Um, just to breeze over it. The left side of your brain is kind of generally considered to be more analytical, and I think I'm beginning to think that it represents your ego. Now this is all very, 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 very base and generalistic, broad sweeping generalization alert, left, right and centre when I talk about this kind of stuff. I'm not speaking of this with any authority other than my own lived experience, which is fucking not exactly typical. But anyway, I'm becoming increasingly convinced that the left hemisphere is the ego and the right hemisphere is the unconscious and that these two things live independently of each other. Now, that's been proven to a large degree with people who've had uh, corpus callosum ectomies or something along those lines. Basically, your two hemispheres are connected via the corpus callosums, and when they're cut, you lose the connectivity between the two hemispheres. And what seems to happen, and what arguably does happen, is that both hemispheres become independently conscious. 
and just to fucking make that black and white in your mind, that could literally mean that you could be talking to somebody and depending on how you address them, their left and right hemisphere, or left or right hemisphere, depending on what you ask them, the left and the right hemisphere will answer. So, I'm not, I'm not going to say which one because I'll get the left and the right mixed up. But one side of the brain looks after writing, say. And another side of the brain would look after imagery. So if you... Or sorry, one is, is language, say, and one is imagery. Or more language and one is more imagery than the other. So if you ask a person... Do you believe in God? Uh, sorry, if you ask a person who's had their bra- their hemispheres separated, basically, if you ask them a question using language, like you speak to them and vocally ask the question, do you believe in God? They may well say no. But if you were to give that to them in a, play it to them in a video with a question mark at the end of it, the other hemisphere might well say yes. And these are obviously, just to, to hammer this home, these are in the same person but just either hemisphere is acting independently of the other. And there are examples of sabotage between the hemispheres. So if you instruct the left hemisphere to do something and the right hemisphere to do something, they can actually work independently quite easily. Like you'll you'll struggle, say, to uh, talk about anything and draw a picture about something else. So if you have to talk about a tree, but you have to try and draw an elephant, you really struggle with that. But people with their hemispheres separated by cutting the the connective tissues between them, you can order one hemisphere to do one thing and another hemisphere to do another thing, and they just go and do it independently. And you have to remember that the left hand is controlled by the right hemisphere, and the right hand is controlled by the left hemisphere. So if you ask the right hemisphere to do something, and the right hemisphere to do something, but they conflict, so let's say you tell your left hemisphere to clean the table, but you tell your right hemisphere, or you tell you tell the person, you won't be telling your own, if you instructed somebody who had had this procedure done, they've had their hemisphere separated, you could ask their left hemisphere to dirty the table and the right hemisphere to clean it and the two of them would basically duke it out and by the two of them I mean that same person but what got me onto this in the first place this kind of dichotomy within us like that exists in us without the need of having our hemisphere separate I mean they are connected so they do there's you know there's incredible crossover between the two Forget about anything you've ever heard of. We only use 5% of our brain or any such nonsense. We use all of our brain all the time. And if we didn't, we'd get a stroke and die. Again, even that is a bit bro sciencey, But, you know, you get the sentiment, okay? But, yeah, what brought me onto this whole thing was I had a rough, not a rough enough weekend, but I just, I didn't have a great weekend uh, mentally. And I don't know why, Um herself noticed and said you know are you all right and ended up getting out of the house with the kids and giving me fucking a bit of space whatever which was great she would have a certain amount of awareness with her uh you know at times not always like the rest of us no different than me or you um but this weekend she was on the money and cop that i fucking needed a bit of space and gave it to me and it was fucking great i was the better for it having said that 
it didn't just fucking snap me into being in fucking fantastic form. Now, not that I was depressed or anything. Don't get me wrong, I wasn't by any stretch of the imagination. It was just a, a classic, not great moment. Like, you know, nothing to fucking see here. But again, the reason that I'm saying this is because Saturday night, uh, I had a glass of wine. Now, sorry, ha, hilarious. I drank the bottle of wine. Get that out of the way first and foremost. But I hadn't drank a bottle of wine since pretty much the start of October. I can't remember why, but the start of October, I, I sorted my life out a little in relation to... I stopped more or less eating like chocolate and shit and crisps and bars in the evening or whatever. Just like I've, I cut that down by 95% at the start of October and I haven't really looked back since. Um, I stopped drinking as well for the most part. Now, I'll have the occasional glass of wine, but up until the start of October this year, like any week for the previous two or three years, I could have easily put away four or five bottles of wine. No problem. Every week, without fail. Like there wouldn't be a week that would go by that you wouldn't go through three bottles of wine. Um, not great long term, like, do you know what I mean? But then again, you know, you have young kids in the house and all the rest of it. Uh, stress of work and just, look, life generally. Um. But on Saturday night, I opened up a gla- opened up a bottle of red wine. Now, any time I've opened up a bottle of wine before now, I pour myself a glass and I'd have the glass and that's fine. I just have the one glass. I might have two, but that'd be it. Like as of the first of October. But Saturday night, something was different, and it was weird because I noticed it in the moment. And maybe you'll have noticed this about yourself in the moment because I don't. I've no reason to believe that this is a quirk with me. Uh, no more than any of the things that I talk about are ever just a quirk with me. I'm no more a perfect example of the human condition than anybody else. We're all perfect examples of it. We're, we all suffer the same things and uh, have the benefits of the same things and all the rest of it. In varying degrees, maybe, and at varying times over varying durations. But it's all generally the same shit. But anyway... When I, do, when I pull the bottle of red wine out of the, the kind of pigeonhole thing we have for bottles of wine, I could feel it within me. One part of me was looking forward to drinking a nice glass of uh, red wine after my dinner and chilling out for the evening. And that side of me had every intention of you know putting the bottle away after I poured myself the glass. But simultaneously... There was another part of me going, <laughs> no need for the lid, lad, fuck that in the bin. <laughs> and they were very, very, very present at very much the same time. And the the more kind of rational, logical part of me was like, you know, no, 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 just the, just the glass. But it fucking knew. It knew. Do you know what I know? I, it's it. It was like that guy who uh, isn't going for points until someone goes. <laughs> until someone goes, you go for points and then they're gone. Like they've just got their you know typical fucking rubber arm people like myself for certain things. But again, like myself, like everybody, if you're if you don't have a big rubber arm at all, you just haven't found something yet. You haven't found something that you enjoy so much that at the drop of a hat you just go. But yeah, it's funny because that was a real blatant example because I remember I remember feeling kind of giddy at myself whilst convinced that I wasn't going to finish the bottle. It was a weird one. 
but I've, I've noticed it before and again it was taking something out of the press it was taking a chocolate bar out of the press I've noticed it myself before I'll be rationalising myself out of eating the bar as I shove it into my mouth but I, I'll do it competitively so I'll force it in like I'll stuff it in as best I can before I get to the rational explanation of why I can't eat it. Because if I get a rational explanation for why I can't eat it, then I can't eat it. But if I can gobble it up quick enough, I kind of get away with it. But, you see, and that's the fucking crux of the whole thing. You don't get away with anything when you're fucking guiding yourself, like. Do you know what I mean? And we do it all the time, it's fucking gas, like. We, 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 we tell ourselves stories and we believe them, like. You know? Madness, like. We can be so fucking convincing too. And so willing to believe anything. So if for whatever reason you just, you know, let's say there's a, a benefit, how God knows, who cares, but there's a benefit in it being a certain way, you will just go, yeah, yeah, that's the way it is, you know. And then another part of you will go, that makes no sense. But the more dominant part of you in that moment goes, la, 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 not listening. And I'm just wondering, is the... How common is this? I've no doubt everybody... I'm, I've no doubt the overwhelming majority of people listening to this are kind of smiling and nodding and going, yeah, no, I can fucking... I can relate to a bit of that. And if you can't, go fuck yourself. But, hey... No, seriously, though, I, I genuinely think that that is just part of the human condition and I don't need to fucking talk to somebody in person about it in private and sort my shit out. Maybe I do. Who knows? I'm weird for doing this whole thing. But you're weirder for listening. And I'll chat to you tomorrow. <laughs>